Good evening, everyone. Welcome to uh, the podcast, Heavenly Places. Um, I'm here, your host, Jameer, along here with Dorothy. Um, I'd just like to thank everyone I haven't been, been on here in a while. Actually, let me go ahead and open up in prayer. Um, <clears throat> Father, we thank you for your goodness, grace, and mercy. We thank you for your salvation, Father. I thank you for all the, the people that are listening out there uh, this evening, today, or later on, whatever they listen to, Father Lord. Do you bless them, anoint them, and appoint them, O oh, Father? Uh, give them direction and wisdom for this time and this season, Father. Encourage them and strengthen them. Help them not to lose hope. Um, and we thank you, Father, for your many blessings. And we ask all of these things in Jesus' name. Um, so uh, this evening, I actually want to talk about um, dreams. Um, we talked about this topic before, um, about having dreams and uh, visions and, and those things. One of the scriptures... I want to come from actually is it is many many scriptures that uh, actually talk about dreams. Uh, the Bible talks a great deal about dreams. Um, you have, uh, I guess, you have your your dreams at night that you have when you go to sleep. And you, some people daydream; they have daydreams, and some people. I have really. I don't. I guess like sometimes when you go to sleep during the afternoon, you can have dreams too. So dreams, I guess, they can happen anytime. Some people say they have dreams but they can't remember them and some people say they uh have dreams and remember them very vividly you know there have been different times in my life i have dreams uh actually these last few uh i would say these last two or three weeks i actually been having a lot of dreams i wouldn't say any of them was very spiritual um but they weren't bad either actually i shared with you one of my dreams uh I had my niece, she was living across the street from me in my dream, and she wanted me to uh, babysit or buy. I can't exactly remember what happened, but she had, like, a sheep that she wanted me to watch. And so this sheep was kind of very unique. It was uh, a sheep that knew how to ride a motorcycle. <laughs> so it had a sheep had a leather jacket and all those types of things, and it was very interesting. I don't think that dream mean anything, but he, that sheep really knew how to uh, – Ride that motorcycle, which is funny. But the scripture, the scripture I want to get to you from, that's from Job chapter thirty-three, verse fifteen. Um, chapter thirty-three, verse beginning of verse fifteen. It says, uh, "And I'll read the, actually i read the New King James Version." Um, it says, uh, <clears throat> "Excuse me." In a dream. And a vision of the night when deep sleep falls upon man while he slumbers in bed, he opens their ear <clears throat> he opens their ear and uh gives them warning while they're sleeping um, that's Joel chapter fifteen verse sixteen, so this is talking about actually uh God giving uh, people dreams. Um, 
to give them uh, direction. This is in the book of Job. We are very familiar with Job and his uh, thing that he had going on, you know. So it says that some virgin says it gives them instruction. Some virgin says it gives them warnings. Um, those are the main two different type of versions. In the verse 16, it says uh, basically he speaks in their ear, he whispers in their ear, and he gives them uh some says he terrifies them with warnings, and some version says and seals their instruction. <laughs> so it depends on what what uh, version version that you are reading. Um, but basically, they're all saying that uh, Father God is uh, does he does use dreams at night to give people a warning and and uh, direction. Um, and if if there are any people out there who uh, watch YouTube. Um, I'm sure you, you might have seen that this is not anything new. Actually, it's been happening for quite some time now. You see different people on YouTube. They have uh, videos posted about dreams they have and of going to hell, or dreams they have of going to heaven, or dreams of the rapture. Um, and then we actually have a lot of people who different uh, prophetic people saying they having dreams like this. Uh, a very famous. Uh, a very famous pastor right now, actually, Pastor Dana Coverstone, I believe, Pastor David Coverstone. He's he's had dreams and he's shared them on the uh, YouTube and social media. And basically, he said he has his, had a particular set of dreams. I think it was back last year, either November or December, and he had a dream about someone flipping pages. And they stopped on certain months. They stopped on, I believe the month was uh, March, that the hand stopped. And I believe he said the hand stopped in June. And then I believe he said it stopped in November. And and each one of them, he had like some type of symbolic meaning of those different months or during those different time frames. And he said he didn't realize it, I believe, until the second time did something happen that, uh, about his dreams without the thing that happened in March, of course, we know was the coronavirus uh, that it came over here and uh, kind of spread spread throughout the nation. And then we know the CDC has said something different about uh, something different about that. So I hope that we won't get into that one. But then also the protests, which happened also kind of highlighted with his dream. Now he's saying that something is going to happen in November. So we have a lot of people posting these dreams and maybe we have some dreams that are, that are seeming like they're conflicting with another. Like some people are saying the good things are going to happen and then something people are saying very horrible things are going to happen. So we got many people listening to these dreams and then it's kind of confusing. We say people, we hear people hearing, saying so many things, different things that well, God doesn't give dreams these days. The dreams are not, not true. They just probably ate too much pizza. Then you have people saying, well, only the bad dreams are true. Then you have people say, well, only the good dreams are true. So you just have what appears to be a lot of a confusion going on, and people really do not know what's going on. They don't know what to expect. Should they, they're wondering, should I prepare? Should I stock up? Should I leave the country? Is a rapture going to happen? I should have my family. 
you know, all, all these types of things, people are actually having serious, serious questions about that. And I would say, um, and Dorothy, you can feel free to interject or anything like that. And um, But I heard dreams about California being destroyed. And then if you actually look at the news, what's going on, you see this big fire, a good portion of the West Coast, you know, uh, just being burned up. And there's a, a lot of things people are so terrified about what's going on. And I would like to share another scripture with you. Actually, Dorothy, did you want to say anything really quickly before I bring up the scripture? Well, I think a lot of these harsh dreams about bad things happening are warnings. And um, I think they're to tell us we need to pray about things and do some things, you know, to try and make it not happen. Um but, yeah, there are just regular secular people saying November is going to be rough, especially if Joe Biden does not win the election. There's going to be more riots. But California, I just saw a news story tonight when I was looking at the news, and the governor said, well, we have all these fires because of global warming. And I'm going, to stop cleaning the forest floor. You left all that fuel for fires, you know. I mean, we did yeah. proper foresting for how many years? Oh, my goodness. These people are so, I'll say silly. Yeah. They're just silly. Um, yeah. But, yeah, if I lived in California, I'd be moving anyway. I mean, I did live in California for two years, and that was plenty for me, you know. <laughs> but, uh Yeah. yeah. I'd be leaving. Yeah, I have many friends and family that actually live in California, very good people, believers and Christians, and I'm not sure what they're going to do, but I believe if I was in their shoes, I'd probably, myself, would probably get out, get out, <laughs> get out of California. Um, but I, I like what you what you did mention, because actually, actually one of the things that I was going to say um about warnings, actually, that's Job thirty-three verse fifteen. Says it says he sells warnings or or instruction in us, and one, some version says warnings. And I believe that is what's happening because sometimes you have these dreams, and you get to telling a whole lot of people, and then well, when that actually month happened or that event happens, nothing happens, and then people think well the dream wasn't true, or the dream was true, but it's like almost like an alternate reality, you know, if you don't do this, like it says in Second Chronicles seven fourteen, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways and I will heal the people and and heal the land, you know, um certain types of judgments and things like that we cannot avoid, but there are some things that God does want to warn us. Uh actually Amos chapter three verse seven is another scripture. It says, um it says, I'll read the NIV version. It says, surely the sovereign Lord does nothing without revealing his plan to his servants, the prophets. And uh, King J. Virgin basically says a similar thing. Surely the Lord will do nothing, but he revealeth his secrets unto his servants, the prophets. So basically they're saying, basically, Father God, he's not going to do anything unless he reveals it to his people. And we see the, the case of what... Uh, 
Abraham and uh, Sodom and Gomorrah. He let God, Father God, let them know that hey, this is what I'm going to do to this because they're doing this, this, and that. And uh, Abraham was like, uh, well, what if there was such and such? And he kept on going down, all the way down. Like, what if there's only this many people? And then he stopped. I wonder if, I wonder if he would have kept on going down if Father God would have would have did that because he had so much favor favor with the Father. But it wasn't that many people. It was probably about three or four people, you know, that actually made it out. You know, three or four people whose hearts was right. Also, um, Noah. Noah, God revealed to Noah what was going to happen. Noah preached, and the people laughed and mocked at him um, of what was happening, what was going to happen. So we see this this case throughout Scripture. People, Jeremiah, you know, God wasn't going to do it. He was warning people that as far as it could be an alternative reality if you don't humble yourself to submit. And I think that's what we're seeing right now. Like Pastor Dana Court. Over Stone and a lot of these other people who are having dreams, I believe they are warnings for uh, us to take heed. And one thing that I actually do like, something that uh, Franklin Graham and also John Kahn, if you're familiar with any of those ministries, big, big ministries, they're having this thing called the return. I believe it's September the 26th. They're going to meet at Washington, D.C., and I'm not sure what all was going on there, but it's basically a time for repenting for all the things that we has done as believers, as Christians, against the will of God, but also not just us, but our nation, repenting on behalf of our nation. And and when we, we do that as a group of people, God withhold, withholds judgment. And one thing I also want to say about the judgment is like, oh, we think God is on fire, but what it is is basically God is, is holding it back. Basically, like, uh, for example, uh, he basically the demons and fallen angels, they want to see everything destroyed. They want to see people destroyed. So what God does is he withdraws his hand of protection and he says, okay, you guys have your way. Do whatever you want to because they're not not listening. So God withdraws his hands of protection and it allows the enemy to have his way. Now, I do believe it's time where God actually sends his angels his angels, the holy angels, to come and do destruction. Um, we've seen that many times in the Old Testament, but then there's other times where it's like basically just Father God withdrawing his hedge of protection around, and he's letting the demons and the fallen angels wreak havoc upon, amongst the people, amongst individuals, or amongst groups, and amongst nations. Now, I'm not sure what kind of destruction this is, uh that uh, God is going to withhold or prevent, but I believe I'm, I'm feeling like also it's, it's a change in the people's hearts, and it's mostly not people. I believe it's mostly a change, a wake up call to believers and to Christians, because I believe in people over here, Christian believers, they have gotten lazy, toxic days ago, fat, rich, you know, but so where they don't. Seek God, you know, uh, if you ever watch any of those movies like um, The Hunger Games and all that kind of stuff, and you see these these uh, certain, like, elitist groups, and they're watching, like, all the other people out there killing each other and all this kind of stuff while they uh, are living comfortably and large. Sometimes we, in America, because 
we don't see it from an outside perspective. We as Americans, we've been so blessed as a nation. Even us people who live in poverty, I don't live in the best house and all this kind of stuff. But in actuality, compared to how we're living, even and people who are who aren't that well off in this country, we are actually living like kings and priests. I know some of us are on food stamps, and some of us are trying to struggle just to pay rent from month to month for utilities. But we are living like kings and priests compared to how it is in a lot of other countries. It's very sad and depressing if you see what's going on. I have a mission that I work with in India, and people are seeing a literally whole family hang hung them, hang themselves this summer. Um, father, mother, and their, their children all hung themselves because of the, they didn't have anything. No. And that's just one example There's many, many examples Of people who are suffering I can talk On and on and on about that one But we here in America And I'm not saying I'm not saying take your trials trivial You know, we are I mean, I don't want to take away Because people are struggling You know, about how they're going to Get to work and back then I'm, I'm not trying to diminish those those things that people are going through and that people are having occur in their life because they are real too. They are real too, but in comparison to what they're going on, got going on overseas, you know, it's like some of them like gladly, they will gladly switch, switch their place or switch their, their, their feet and shoes with you, you know, but I believe father God, he wants to have a, uh, a great revival. He cannot do it according to his words or promises without people on the earth, without man, without his, without his church. And he, he needs to wake us up. So I believe he's shaking the church, particularly here in America, um, to wake up. Um, one thing that's interesting, I, I see a lot of these videos of people, about these people praying and you see countries like Brazil, China, countries in the Middle East, you have all these people out in all these public places, you know, they out there praying, and a lot of them, they're, of course, they're praying for their country too, but guess what? They're praying for American Christian believers to wake up, <laughs> you know, for us to, to, to get out of our chair and get get on our knees before God because they they know something that many of us, us don't know over here that God wants to uh, save America for a purpose. You know, because if America goes down, guess what? Every other place of freedom on earth is going to go down. That's why we're having all this turmoil right now. They're trying to uh, do a lot of things. There's a lot of deception and tricks going on. But I believe Father God, because of his purpose and plan and what he wants to see accomplished, he's going to get enough Americans, enough people to pray that where he's going to be able to move and do some miraculous things not just in America's government, but throughout the world. Um, and we, we know it's just temporary because we know the new world order and, and them, they're going to have their little bleak in time. It's, it's going to be just a bleak in time where they have their time to shine and cause chaos and torment throughout most of the world. But uh, before that time and even during that time, Father God, he wants to have his church in place because uh, he wants to do, I believe, a great 
revival, another great revival. Actually, I believe this is going to be the best one out of all the revivals that have happened. We've had, if you look through scripture or even history, we had the first great awakening. We had the second great awakening in Europe and America. You had some awakenings going on in Africa, too. Um, you had some awakenings in China. But I believe this is going to be a great, great revival and awakening. And it's not going to be limited to any country. You know, in the, in the past, we have uh, different ones like Billy Graham or, or John Edwards, where it's just one person. But I believe God is going to be using people in nursing homes. He's going to be using toddlers at daycares, whoever wants to yield to him. And any everyone anyone in between is not going to be bound to no uh, particular age group. It's going to not going to be bound to a particular ethnicity. It's not going to be bound to how much money you have or don't have. It's just going to be whoever sets their heart to God during this time. Uh, during this time of September, October, November, December, January, I believe it's just going to be like the season where, you know, we have we have the winters coming. Um, but then fall, I mean, then after winter comes, well, we got fall. You just can't skip over fall. A lot of people actually like fall season because it's not burning up hot. And you get to see, depending on what area you live in, you get to see all the different trees change colors. But then you have winter where everything seems like it's dying. But then you have the spring where everything is growing again. I believe in this spring coming up, this guy is going to place his people in certain places and positions. And right down during this time, it's our time of soul and prayer. And that's why we're having a lot of people with dreams and visions because basically God is trying to, it says uh, in the scripture in Job, let me read that again. I like to read that again. Um, in the New International Version, it says he speaks in their ears and terrifies them with warnings. <laughs> so it says terrifies them. So I believe he's trying to terrify people with warning many believers so that they can go on prayer. And I, he doesn't want to necessarily do that, but sometimes he has to do that because that's the only way. It's like you telling your your child to clean up the room. And sometimes you like you like okay, I'm gonna put you on punishment. I'm gonna take the video game away for you. You can't watch TV. You can't go out and hang with your friends. Like you, you would you would freely like, hey, you clean up your room and wash these dishes. You can go. You can go ahead and do what you want to do. You know, um, hang out with your friends and play the game. But then it's like two or three days pass and the dishes ain't done or the room ain't clean. Like okay, I see he's not gonna listen that way. So I'm gonna have to put some terrifying thing discipline. <laughs> on them some warnings, you know, and that's, I believe, why people are having those dreams or visions. Uh, uh, Dorothy, you want to have anything else to say on it or add anything to that one? Well, I just want to advise people that if, you know, sins need to be repented for, um, even if they're not ours. Uh, I think that's how you break generational curses is you repent for the sins of your ancestors. But if you want to pray, and I have prayed for the country this way and repented of the sins, uh, go to the book of Daniel. He did a beautiful prayer for Israel and and repented for all the sins Israel had done. And, of course, he didn't do those sins because, I mean, he was just a kid at that time. Mm -hmm. So if you 
go to Daniel. I don't remember what chapter it's in. It's it's. I know it's about when he was praying anyway when they told him he wasn't allowed to. You know. Hope I'm that brave. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I believe that one is uh, in Daniel chapter nine. That's in Daniel, yeah, Daniel chapter nine, um, um, verses verses three through sixteen. And you know what? You're you're so right on that because you just it's a prayer of repentance. That's what we need to repent for, and and not just like you said, not just your things you did, but things for the entire nation. Uh, because we are uh, Scripture calls us a royal priesthood A holy nation We are ambassadors We represent uh, the kingdom of God You know um, So when you, you know you have ambassadors here At the United Nations Or ambassadors in different other countries We actually bring that Like they have a, some embassies here That are uh, China embassies And they have people in there And they're representing China Or they have um Israel embassies here and they're representing their people, their country, and they have to do things here on their behalf and whatever they do re- reflects their country, you know. And so we too, whatever we, we do, not only it reflects our country, but if we have a particular region that we're assigned to, you know. So we're, most of us here are uh, sure in America who's listening to this so we are like the regional ambassadors for America here you know and of course we can pray for other countries too uh, Israel China whichever one you Father God places on your heart you know but if you live in America you sure enough better be praying um, and repentance for like legislation that has been passed innocent people that have been killed, um, bloodshed on the streets. I mean, you you have the deadly... Um, one time, one day I was praying earlier this week, and I and I, I told... I basically, I was one, of, one, of, one of the things I said to Father God was like, um, I, the only thing that, that makes that separates me from like a man like, like such as Adolf Hitler is just the only precious blood of Jesus Christ, you know, even though I, I didn't do the things like that. I didn't do the Holocaust or anything like that or or some of the other people in the world, like a slave owner here in America. I, I just basically place my, my feet in those situations as far as like if I'm that person or if I did that thing and I I'm repenting in that way for doing those types of things, you know, um, like some of the things we know to many of us are familiar with were done to the, uh, the slaves, you know, um, our ancestors and the, the native Americans and all that, those type of people too. And just repent for those things because America did, that and even some of the things that go on today, you know, we we have a really large country and large government. But if you look at some of the places that have been bombed and destroyed, of course they were going after some wicked people. But at the same time, a lot of innocent people 
and bloodshed has been shed, you know, like in the different wars in the Vietnam War. And, and of course, those are like, I guess, with collateral damage or casualties of wars, but no matter what the case, innocent people die on both sides. You know, uh, some of our soldiers and citizens of, of those countries in Syria, Lebanon, and Kuwait, um, in some cases, it's, it's very sad and unfortunate. We have uh, Christians killing Christians, you know, because of the flag, you know. But these are things that we have to place, just not saying, oh, okay, well, the worst thing I did was um, I just lied or I just stole from the store or I didn't do any of that other stuff, so I don't have to repent for that. But no, you have to place yourself in that in those positions and not just going through a form or fashion, but actually feel like take, taking on those emotions with it, you know, of the people who are being oppressed and destroyed, you know, and, and repent and be remorseful. Like, man, I, I can't believe I did that to you, father. For, please forgive us. Forgive me for my actions or forgive me for allowing that to go on. You know, and I know some of y'all, well, some of y'all might be another boat, like, man, I done did enough stuff for my own self. I, I need to get through my list first. But, you know, you can go through both of them, you know, don't repent because that is how generational curses are broken. Um, and I believe Father God, with, with this racial thing, I believe Father God, even though it's really bad with the riots and protests, I believe something good is going to come out of it. I believe like every every city that is burning now with their protests and riots because there's a lot of people that's being hurt by this, um, which is very sad. But I believe God, Father God is exposing some things that he's going to, he's going to heal, uh, do a, a racial re- reconciliation in America. I believe that. I just personally believe that, uh, that people of all ethnicities are going to are going to come together as one, particularly in the body of Christ. He's going to make a, a strong, united front um, for these days and times for where he wants to do. And it's it's going to be bordered in black and white, but it's going to be the Hispanic and the Asian and all all ethnicities. And then we have some Americans of melting pot. We have people like you think they're one thing, but they're actually <laughs> Mixed up with so many things, like so, he's gonna bring all the people groups together, you know, as one, as one in Christ, and he's, I believe, he's gonna do a great, great reconciliation. But he has to bring the body, Christ, together before he can start outreaching and helping the other people who are broken, who don't understand. Uh, and uh, Psalms eighty-two. This will be the last last scripture I give. Um, But I, I think this is a very, very powerful scripture. It says, uh, God stands in the congregation of the mighty, and he judgeth amongst the gods. And basically, this is what he's saying. How long will you judge unjustly and accept the persons of the wicked? Shelah. And he says, defend the poor and fatherless. Do justice to the afflicted and needy. Deliver the poor and needy. Rid them out of the hand of wickedness. And the same, because they know nothing and they don't understand. They walk on in darkness. Um, 
they're basically just saying they they don't a lot of people who don't know God and don't know the ways of things of God they don't understand and they walking around the darkness and they they don't know it all and so a lot of people that's growing up like that these days even when God wanted to judge Nineveh one of the reasons why God withheld judgment because he said there's a whole lot of people in that city they don't know their left hand from their right hand. Basically, they, they don't know. <laughs> you know, if you don't know your left hand from your right hand, you know. So, and Jonah wanted there, even though Jonah didn't want it to, Jonah wanted to see the city burn. <laughs> you know, even after he went to go preach throughout the city, he went on the hill and like, oh, man, he was waiting for God's firework show to rain down on the people in any of it. And he was so upset because the mercy of God. And I believe there's a lot of people here and believers, you know, they, they want America to burn. They want to see it's believers. I'm talking about believers and Christians and some other people too, but believers, particularly believers and Christians, not many of them, but I know some of them, they want to see America burn because they, because America has done wicked things and evil things, you know, but the thing is we don't understand God's mercy. Even during this age of time, his mercy is like something that will blow your mind, you know, so when I watch it, if we keep on repenting, y'all listening out there, repenting, next year it's going to be mind-blowing. Actually, even this year, mind-blowing. Um, Dorothy, I, I know you had something you said you wanted to share or say. Well, I know I've been having a burden for the last couple of years for Rwanda, um, the genocide there. Um, did you know... You know, they were Hootsies and Tootsies, right? Hootsies and Tootsies. Yes. Did you know Belgium is the one that separated them? And the United States, Bill Clinton, he may have been distracted, did nothing for them for that genocide. Nothing. And just... And and that... He did that, nothing, as a representative of us because he was our president. So, yeah, yeah. we need to repent for that stuff. And uh, I just, uh, I mean, I know there's been some justice done in the, the world courts, but still. I, I mean, a foreign country comes in and decides, oh, this particular group of people, even though they're both black, is tall, so they're dangerous. So you got to come against them. I'm going, what? What? Are you serious? You know, it's just awful. Why does everybody want to pit us against each other? Yeah. You know, my, my um, husband brought that up. We were at Olive Garden, and he was had looked at a news report and he said why does it have to be like an Asian woman or a black woman or you know Hispanic woman he said this is ridiculous they're just women you know yes yes it's uh, it's a lot of uh, well people do have differences but the thing is we shouldn't we shouldn't uh make those differences see as best or better than better than someone but 
a lot of times it's like people would use, like you said, anything like in Rwanda. Both of their, those people, they were the same skin color, but they was one group was suppressing another. You know, even in Nigeria right now, we have like black people killing black black people because they're from a certain certain uh, uh, tribe areas. You know, is 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 very very. Satan basically, with it's it's all basically boils down. Man's heart is evil. Yes, man's heart is evil. Um, but also a lot of things like this Satan too. You know, he 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 loves that stuff. He loves to create division. He does. He'll use man, and then he'll try to find the differences between them. If it's eye color, skin color, uh, money whatever he can to find separate or divide people, he's going to use it because, you know, like uh, a kingdom, a kingdom divided, you know, what cannot stand. Um, and like, and you're right that we are America. We have allowed a lot of that stuff to go on, not just in America, but throughout other countries. And we, and we're supposed to be the ones who are doing something or saying something about it. You know, we're supposed to be this righteous nation but then a lot of people see us like oh America, y'all no y'all not <laughs> y'all not y'all not that you know um, yeah we need to repent for those things too that happened in overseas that we been allowed to go on and the CIA our CIA did a lot of nasty stuff too all over the world Oh, I'd like to see them disbanded. I really would. Yeah, the CIA is very, they've done stuff over the world and, and here in our own country, you know, it's very well publicized, you know, some of the things that they have done, you know, and we have to repent for them too, you know. And the thing is, one thing we do got to remember, the, the word of God says he's going to put the wicked in slippery places. So basically, like, he's going to expose them. And then another thing, like, man, well, these Christians, they didn't did this, this, and that, and they done got away with it all this time. But guess what? They probably did get away with a lot of stuff, but they, they're not going to get away ultimately because they're going to be before that throne and they're going to have to bow before Lord Jesus and confess just like I will um, and give an account for everything I've done. But the only thing is the difference between me and probably them as I got me uh <laughs> my 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 older brother, you know, the firstborn among the brethren, uh, the precious blood of Jesus Christ, I got I I have that, you know, to make amends for uh, all the things I've done wrong. But a lot of them they don't worry about they're gonna they're gonna get these people, especially these high people who who've been given these positions, they have a lot to be accountable for, you know. So they have they're gonna have a lot of blood on their hands. Yes. Hopefully some of them will come to repentance, right? A few Yes. Maybe yes, five. That's, that's, <laughs> that is the hope. That's what that's why we're here. That's why we're here. That's why we you that's one thing you you mentioned that I but I'm that you mentioned this evening about the repentance. Because you know what? Father God, he's able to the, the, the term president's hearts. That's what happened to Nicodemus. I mean, not the, it wasn't Nicodemus, but uh, Nebuchadnezzar. He was a king. 
sober, and he and he was like, "Oh, I'm all this and I'm all that," and and God made actually he made him uh, insane and made him like walk walk on uh, all his four legs and all this. But he had what's name there interceding on his behalf, Daniel. Yeah, Daniel. You talked about Daniel earlier, repenting for Israel, and I actually forgot about that scripture, but I'm glad you you uh, reminded me of that one because I'm gonna I'm gonna do that one too. So part of our being called on to pray for those in authority over us, which would be government people as well as church leaders, has got to be the repentance thing, right? Yes. That's the main part. That is the main part. We can't get, if you're not going to do that part, you can't do any of the other part. You can't. You can't do it. We can't. That's the main part. That is the main thing. Um, a repentance. So all these dreams and all these kind of things that you guys are seeing on YouTube and all that kind of stuff, even some dreams you may be having, more than likely they're warnings and they can no doubt from the past. But also um, there's a way to, I believe we can cancel a lot of this stuff, you know, Um and that's through, like, repenting. That's, I believe that's why Father God has given people dreams, Amos 3, 7, one of the scriptures I start off with, and then even Job 33, 15, and 16, if you could write those down. And also uh, Daniel chapter 9, nine uh, the one that was Dorothy mentioned about uh, praying basically for the nation, the things you have not, we, you know. Um, so those those are some good ones. Um, well, I guess I will close, close in prayer. Um, I'd like to thank everyone for tuning in this evening and I'll watch that later on. Um, and just, just remember throughout this week, just, just stay in prayer. And as Dorothy mentioned, uh, the repentance is the main thing, the repentance. A true repentance and like some of you may say I don't know how to repent well just ask the Holy Spirit he's our helper he will show you how to he will tell you what to say um, Father God we thank you for this day we thank you for your goodness grace and mercy thank you for your salvation Father thank you Father for um, uh, letting us have this podcast this evening YouTube blog talk Father Bless all those who are listening, whether they listen to it now or later, Father. And draw them towards you. Draw them closer towards you. Draw their friends and family closer towards you, Father. Draw them into repentance. Draw them into communion and fellowship with you, Father. And do many great works. Do many great exploits through their hand, O God, Lord. Heal the sick, Father, raise the dead. Open the eyes of the blind, O God, Lord. Heal relationship, heal finances, O God, Lord. Um, Open up opportunities, O God. Um, And just give, some people just want hope, O God, Lord. They just need hope just to make it another day. Give them that, Father, Lord, so they can make it another day and another day. Get out the whole pit, whatever they need, Father. We thank you, Father, for your many blessings. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. 
You have a blessed night, everyone, and a blessed week. And, Jameer, you have a blessed evening, and you're going to be full of vim and vigor next week, right? (laughs) Yes, yes. Yes, amen. Amen, yes. Mm. And me, too. (laughs) Yes. Good night, Jameer. Good night, good night.